Hi everyone, welcome to Movies at Midnight Podcast, the show where we discuss movies that we watch and do some traveling inspired by their location or their theme. I'm Tanya. And I'm El Ratoncito Perez. Oh my god. That may not make any sense quite yet as I introduce the movie that we're talking about today, which is Darkness Falls from 2003, or A Cacophony of Sharp Breaths. (laughs) I don't know, this movie is so boring. (laughs) It's so annoying. It could also be called Get in the Light. Yeah. Yeah, are you going to make the one hit 2022 Get in the Light? Oh, yeah. New well, hit. you told me to write that song and I didn't write it. Get to it. Get in the light. Get in the light. I don't know. I always thought it was going to be more of a hip hop or a rap song. Get in the light, yo. I have no, no business writing any rap songs. I mean, I have no business writing any songs at all, but <laughs> apparently I'm going to. Now, this song, uh, this song, <laughs> this movie is, was what you introduced us to me, and I said, what? <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's weird. This is a, this is a movie, I don't know, I guess it's another guilty pleasure, Bye Bye Man, where the world hates this movie, but I kind of like this movie, but... Still? Because you looked know. mighty bored when we were watching it's, it, too. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... I remembered it being better, but I don't know. It it still has some elements that I like when they bring back these tales and it's, I guess, like the origins of the Tooth Fairy, something that is so innocent, like many of us had thought the Tooth Fairy is, you know, you get money or treats from it when you lose your baby teeth. And then here's a very, very dark twist or dark turn on this story. Yeah, uh- like a lot of these movies that I don't end up liking, I think there's interesting foundation there for it. I liked the the origin story, I guess, of Matilda Dixon. Are based on a true story, supposedly. No. Yet no reputable historical society has recognized her existence. What, did you find something like that in your research? Cause... Yeah, of course. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like the, um, the Blair Witch where, granted, this is early 2000s so the internet was already around but them wanting to make a oh this is based on a true story and made up the story of matilda dixon that she was a real person and supposedly it's in the port ferry in australia but the actual town doesn't recognize her so who knows i don't know any port any people from melbourne or melbourne australia that have been there or can go there and let us know is that's, this a real thing or just a legend that's because they buried her after wrongly accusing her and not setting her on fire that happened before uh that's interesting i didn't know that yeah but it what had a nine percent on rotten tomatoes so not <laughs> one of the greatest horror food horror movies not killing it no I don't, it, it does take a lot of elements like from other horror movies where it's kind of like a ripoff of Nightmare on Elm Street because you have like these characters who are like, oh, don't sleep, don't sleep. But yet some dude grows up and it's like, well, how, what have you been doing this whole time? But It's just boring. That's my biggest gripe. That and too much repeating of things. It's like when they find something that they thought works, they really locked into it. And then we're like, 
let's just do it 50 times in the span of two minutes. Yeah, well, it's, that will work. It's one of those where it was a great short story or a great short film, and they're like, ooh, let's make a movie out of this. But we don't have enough source material, so let's stretch it out very, very thin. So let's spend most of our time in a very boring hospital or at the, the police station. Great. Love it. All right, well, I would prefer to just get into it. The legend of Matilda Dixon haunts those who live in a small town of Darkness Falls. Originally adored by the children of the town, she gave them a gold coin when they lost a tooth, and many referred to her as the Tooth Fairy. One night, her house caught fire and she was severely burned, leaving her with disfiguring scars and unable to go outside in the light due to sensitivity. She only left the house at night wearing a porcelain mask, disturbing the townspeople. When two children disappeared, the town blamed her, calling Matilda a witch and hanging her. Before dying, Matilda placed a curse on the town. Soon after, the two children returned home and the town buried Matilda along with their secret. But the town is cursed as she visits the children when they have lost their last tooth and if they look upon her face, she will hunt and kill them. In 1990, Kyle has lost his last baby tooth. He awakes in the night to see the vengeful spirit of Matilda. He hides in the brightly lit bathroom, but when his mom finds him hiding, she investigates and is killed by the tooth fairy. Kyle is sent away to a psychiatric facility as rumors spread that it was he who killed his mother. Present day, childhood friend Caitlin calls Kyle asking for his help. Her brother Michael is in the hospital and refuses to sleep in the dark. Kyle suffers the effects of his encounter with Matilda, still struggling with anxiety and an inability to sleep in the dark as well. He agrees to help, but when he returns home, he denies knowing any information that could help the young boy. Over the next few days, the two fairy haunts the town, killing many people. There is a town-wide blackout, and Kyle, Caitlin, and Michael make their way to the lighthouse. They restore power to the lighthouse, and Kyle tears away Matilda's mask and sets her on fire. The curse is seemingly vanquished as we see a mother replace her son's final baby tooth with a coin. Yerp. I will point out the things that I like in this movie. It's, it's a few and far in between, but when I like something, I'll let you know. I, I like this opening because we get the history of Matilda and who she is in, in the town and how she came to be a vengeful spirit. She, what, it was 150 years ago, and she's beloved by the townspeople until... She was disfigured by a fire, not her fault. Uh, don't, they don't imply that it's anyone else's fault. And I think in the, in the voiceovers, like, her face, her hideous face. And I was like, rude, she's a burn victim. What's wrong with you people? And then more rude, like, she hasn't done anything wrong. She can't go outside in the light because it's sensitive to her skin. So she wears a porcelain mask and goes out at night. And people are like, oh, witch. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it's... Right off. So supposedly this story takes place in Port Ferry in Australia in the very, very early 1800s. And she marries some sailor because it's like a fishing town and went out fishing and the husband died and she was by herself. So she never had kids, but she adored children and Matilda loved to bake. So she would bake the kids some cakes or treats and apparently... I don't get what her fascination with teeth was or where the story goes, but she started giving the kids the cake in return for their baby teeth. Now, early lores of the Tooth Fairy kind of like date back to very early Northern European history. 
like around the thousand uh, AD, I guess, is like the earliest notions of the tooth fairy. Like it was like a superstitious belief that teeth bring good luck. So when the Vikings were fighting, they would give the kids um, money or treats uh, in return for their teeth. And they would make like uh, necklaces or jewelry out of the teeth. And I don't know, apparently have this vigor in them to help them fight more. And then another lore was that witches would take the teeth and then they would have control over you. Oh. Um, so parents would give their kids money or treats in return for their teeth so that the witches wouldn't take it from them. Yeah, so I, I don't get what Matilda's thing with the teeth was other than, oh, they're connecting the witches with her getting the teeth out of them. But yeah, the, the fire was supposedly started because she was baking and when the towns came, right, it was it was too late and she wouldn't want the town to see her anymore. But supposedly the town still liked her because the kids started leaving their teeth wrapped in handkerchiefs in her front step. And at night, she I don't know how I'm assuming they left an address like I, I don't know whose <laughs> teeth she'd know they belong to. Or maybe it's such a small town that, you know, what kids are losing teeth. And then she would deliver no longer baking for them, which I'm assuming she's like, well, I'm no longer going to bake because my house burned down. I'm traumatized. Yeah. So yeah. she started giving them gifts in okay. return for their teeth. I'll just say, as they should still, like the woman who was accidentally horrifically burned, she didn't do anything else other than be a victim. So she wears this porcelain mask to, I guess, one, hide her face from the town, and I guess, two, to protect herself from melanoma. It's interesting with the what you said about witches taking teeth to then control people. So that, I guess, kind of connects it a little bit more for me with the film, because one of the things that I was questioning was in this, this lore in the beginning of the film, they say that, you know, the two children went missing, so they blame her for it. I don't say why. I guess tides have turned against her in the film, unlike the story. And they hang her for them. And as she's dying, she puts a curse on the town. But I'm like, she has powers now? Or she always had powers? When did she become a witch? Yeah. Was she always a witch? They never said, oh, people thought, oh, maybe she's a, a witch, but she's one of those good witches, like they we talked about in the last movie, uh, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, I guess that's the other thing. I was confused about her powers. I mean, generally, when people are cursing towns as they're dying, they are. They have some like magical ability to do so. Well, they can, better. Or well, that's what I mean. So can just a normal person be like, I curse this town, and then the wronged spirit can. Well, Charlotte cursed the day you were born. <laughs> oh my so. god. <laughs> Super good. That's a great one, Charlotte. But yeah, I mean, did you think she was a witch from the start, or? I mean, if we believe that she came back and she's now haunting Darkness Falls or Fairy Point, then. She must have been a witch because, right, like if you don't have powers, you can say I curse this town, but then you die and then that's it, right? You have no claim over it. I mean, I guess, go yeah, but ghosts who haunt people aren't necessarily a witch or a wizard or yeah, some I guess that's sorcerer. Yeah. But I, I guess I only get that vibe because she, she called out a curse upon the town. So it's like, huh? Yeah, and, and supposedly according to, I don't know, like this story, which... The Historical Society of Fairy Point in Australia doesn't claim anything towards Matilda Dixon, so you believe what, what you want. Supposedly the town had buried her in an unmarked grave, and then as the town 
was growing over the next 50, 60 years, they moved the cemetery. So her remains were moved and then disappeared. So they never found them again. And then they put a plaque in her honor. But like supposedly the town forgot about what happened with Matilda. And then some teenagers stole the plaque. And then weird shit started happening where some teenagers started missing and her curse came back. But some people believe that those teenagers just moved to Melbourne and never came back. So who knows? But wow, real. real Yeah. So this like a thing about Matilda and the town of Port Ferry in Australia becomes this Darkness Falls town. And I don't think we know where Darkness Falls is, but. I don't know. Just another sleepy hollow town. It could be uh, it could be on the west coast up north or yeah, on I the mean, east it's, coast. I mean it's it's a, a coastal town yeah. right next to a a big lighthouse so. Yeah. Small town. We love a lighthouse. Another thing that I really liked at the end of the intro and the telling of her story, she says, "What I took before in kindness, I will take forever in revenge." I like that. What I took before in kindness. I will take forever in revenge. I guess some of the gripes that I have with this movie is uh, its inconsistency. Because the movie opens up, right, with um, Kyle losing his last baby teeth. So they're like, oh yeah, put the, the tooth under the pillow and then, you know, you get money for it. And Matilda comes to visit kills the mom she comes to visit well you know it's like is she bound does she have to what if she doesn't how many kids like are losing teeth is it like santa where like time stops and he's able to visit all the kids in the whole wide world well it's their it's only their last tooth that she comes and right and then it's like is it this town only or does 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 she transcend has she moved internationally great questions not answered by the film right because then it's like What has she been doing for the last 150 years, right? Like, we don't hear Darkness Falls, oh, kids randomly go missing. It seems like when it happened to Kyle, nobody knew what had happened before. It wasn't like, oh, this is just like another case. And then his mom is dead. The police, I guess, believe that it wasn't him. Or maybe they did because he ends up in a mental hospital for a long time. Well, you have to look at her in order for her to come after you. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I, I guess so, yeah. So keep your eyes closed. But then I was like... But then it's... He only saw her eyes. Does that count? Obviously. She Well, apparently wears... it has to count. <laughs> but then it's like he went to the hospital. Yeah. And then he must have slept. Because we do see Kyle grown up. And then he's like taking medications. But then it's... Is it dream suppression where like Freddy can only get you in your dreams or is it sleep or is it darkness? Because you see that his whole house is full of lights and stuff. So it's Mm -hmm. like, can't you just go to sleep and in the light and then you're safe? I assume he's sleeping in the light. Yeah, because I mean, he, he grows up. It's like 10 plus years later. Yeah. And he's fine. And then it's what? Matilda took a break this whole time. No other kids went missing. Well, I mean. Yeah, they're all looking at her. What can she do? She's so right. angry. And, and that, that's like, what I mean. That, that's that's like the what's up with this movie? What are you trying to? I don't know. To say or do? Because then we get the call of his childhood. Wait, I wanted to talk a oh. little bit about this intro sequence. Oh, okay. Go so, ahead. yeah, we have a we have a lot of jumps through time. If you're doing more than the 
two standard ones. What are we doing? Because we get the old lore, then we skip to Kyle as a young kid, and then are you that old when you? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He seemed really old to be losing his last baby tooth, but whatever. And then we skip forward in time again to pre- I'll call it present day. I just wanted to say, because I don't know why this one shot has always stuck with me, he hides in this brightly lit bathroom and his mom goes in to check his room and that's when she dies. But then we get the shot and I don't know why it just breaks my brain every time I look at it. They pull out, do they do like some weird tilt, but they pull out of the bathroom and there's Matilda. Yeah, it's kind of like a shot from the ground up. It just feels so weird. Maybe, I don't know why, it just looks... Because she's kind of like floating up there. She's floating right out (gasps) above the frame of the door. Yeah. And maybe because they filmed it on the ground. It was someone like actually just lying on the ground to get that effect. I don't know if it was that or CG. But if they did it practically, maybe that there's something just like a little off about it. Because I'm always just like, this kind of hurts to look at for me. Uh, But that was honestly the only thing I wanted to talk about that opener. Yeah, and then (laughs) it's. Even the way they portray Matilda, she's like this hooded creature person who we don't really see her legs, but we do see her her hands and she does slash at the mom. So she must have some sharp claws and we do see the porcelain mask and we see her eyes go through and you can kind of see some like, I guess, burnt just red on her face. So it is a pretty scary villain or whatever. Sure. I will say one of the other things that I like is I feel like whenever we hear her nearby, it sounds like she's struggling to breathe. And I'm like, oh, because she was disfigured in a fire. So I either assume it's like, because it's hard to breathe when there's all these fumes of smoke. Or it could be like when she was hanged, trying to breathe. Oh. So I like that. Yeah, because it's always That like... was nice. Yeah. Good job. That oh. was a good touch to your villain. Like you were saying, Caitlin, his childhood friend slash... I don't know, childhood crush, love, I don't know. Love at first kiss. Yeah. Uh, Calls him up because her brother won't sleep. I guess she remembers him doing similar things, because why else would she call Kyle? He's, like, impossible to get a hold of, apparently. Well, I mean, how many people can you get a hold of from your high school? Or middle, I guess middle school? I don't even know if they were in high school yet. Probably I mean, not. it's like, you you definitely don't have baby teeth by the time that you get to high school, do you? I don't remember. Shouldn't. I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm not so going to say you shouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't believe I did. No, I didn't. <laughs> but, but yeah, so it's, I mean, he moved away. He went to a mental hospital and then now he lives in Vegas. Although, should it have been New York because it's the city that never sleeps, yet he's in Vegas in you missed, city. You missed an opportunity yeah. there. And it's not like any scenes happen in Vegas. They, like, shoot the strip and then the, he's in that his room. That was weird, huh? So uh, it could have been anywhere. I'm Is like, Vegas a city of lights? I don't know. Is that Paris? I don't know. It's fine. Uh, Yeah. But this confused me, too. So she calls him. I think she kind of set implies that it's Matilda's back. I know she doesn't believe in her, but then she says it's back, or she said, like, Michael is saying the same things that you did. But then when, uh, a little bit later, when Kyle kind of tries to confirm that, yes, this is the, the curse of Matilda, she's like, no, that's not real. I'm like, the whole reason you called him back is because you know he has something in connection to that curse. She even has a book. 
of fairy tales and matilda's in there and i'm like oh you made it in a book girl good yeah, for you good for her it's only a locally distributed book yeah, of course. <laughs> there's like 10 copies yeah out and then there. i'm like and this is what i mean about the consistency of this movie so michael is is he drawing matilda because when he's like oh that like i'm over it that never happened or he's whatever he's moved on you pan out and he has all these drawings of matilda and it's like this dark figure with the white porcelain mask yeah i don't get why he okay yeah because i don't get why he goes to see michael michael says it's like her. you know who it is yeah which i thought was good you've that was seen spooky. her yeah but then he goes no i don't know what you're talking about so it's like are you a denier or are you not because then a scene later he's like oh it's her stay in the light stay in the light but i'm like then why wouldn't you discuss that with michael it's not even consistent within himself or, or if there's a reason why you're trying to pretend like she doesn't exist and it's not real give us a motivation for that but like with michael he's like nah fuck you kid she's not real and then with pe the people in the bar the very next scene he's like who's staying in the light which nobody stays in the light well hence the song stay in the light bro stay in the light. yeah but then they don't even say Michael just lost his last baby tooth. Oh shit. Like they, they don't say huh? anything. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> the whole point is that Matilda comes after the kids who lose their last baby teeth in this town. How many kids between Michael and Kyle have lost their last baby teeth? And I guess they just stayed asleep, but Kyle and Michael are like sleeping like this. And then they saw her. No. But I'm like, that's so lazy. She could have been like, hey, my brother lost his last baby tooth, and then he started seeing shit. I remember the night you kissed me, didn't pick me up for the dance. Mm -mm. You were like, oh, this is my last baby tooth. So, like, the whole point of this thing is she's the tooth fairy, and Michael looks like he's still going to have several baby teeth to lose. Maybe. So, I mean, he looks way older than young Kyle. Yeah, that's true. I mean, true. he looks way younger than young yeah. Kyle. I know what you mean. I, I literally was like, you want to write a script? Nah, I just have him say, stay in the light about 500 times. I think we're good. You don't want to write in... staying the light count. You don't want to... No. God, no. <laughs> you don't want to maybe write it that Michael lost his last baby too? Nah, I think, I think they'll get There's it. There's no time. Just stay in the light. Oh, boy. Uh, also, Kyle keeps getting arrested. <laughs> He goes to jail twice in this. It's so boring. It's just like we're at the hospital where he's getting arrested. And then the final scene at the lighthouse. And I just, I don't. Oh, okay. So this is kind of funny. They're right after the super boring, uninformative, way too long hospital scene where we first meet Michael and everything. They go out to the bar and there's this lawyer friend of his from back in the day as well. Who's competing for the love of... Whatever her name is. Caitlin. That doesn't even go anywhere either. He's like, you know, she's been well, so... Because he dies. I just mean even their love story, allegedly, because nothing comes of it at the end either. He, It's just so, oh, you got to have a love interest. Oh, you got to put in people who also want to... Yeah, because I, I thought there was going to be a little bit of a discourse between the lawyer and him because he's like, oh, I've been trying to get at her, but she never got over you. And yet he's like, let me buy you a beer. Well, you know, I don't care if she ever gets over him. She's not, she's not going to want you. It doesn't matter if she does. Dude, she's not getting with you. She doesn't want to be with you. Anyways, but yeah, they're at the bar and we get a little bit 
a little bit of backstory that I guess he went away to the, um, a psychiatric facility as a kid and was there for nine years or whatever, but everyone in town seems to think he killed his mom. Well, I mean, they never caught the killer, so... Yeah, whatever. I mean, sure. Isn't there evidence of another person involved? He had scratches to... Whatever, it doesn't matter. So, <laughs> one, yeah. guy, one guy is trying to intimidate him, and he comes over and drinks his beer, but I love it. He's like, Pinky's out. He's like, whoo. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I- I'm all up for a good drink with your good mates, but if Kyle is like, Ow. I don't drink, and the, the dude's like, oh, you don't drink? Like, come on, man, I haven't seen you in 10 years. Let's have a beer. But then he's like, dude, I'm on medication. And he like pulls out his medication. Yeah. I feel like most people, or at least I would, be like, oh, dude, no worries. Like, I'm, I'm going to have a beer. Do you mind if I drink? But then the lawyer's like, two beers. And he's like, look, I bought you a beer. And the guy's like, I don't drink. Yeah. So. I mean, you, you shouldn't even have to go as far as to justify that you don't want to drink and to pull out medication but he does which makes it way worse that he still is like whatever here's your beer thanks you're trying to kill me yeah great so the lights start flickering and you know later there's that power outage so it does kind of like in lights out can this villain also control the lights therefore taking away any any suspense because at any second they could just go boom lights out i'm gonna kill you now so there's nothing you could really do about it And that's the weird part, because if you can actually just, like, flick, there goes the lights, why do they flicker? Why are they, like, sometimes on, they smash the light, the flashlight? I get if, when you're making a movie, that's for anticipation. She has a flair for the dramatic. She's like, ooh, I'm coming Yeah, where she's like, look, let's let's scare them a little bit. Let's not just, you know. But maybe she's savoring it. She's like, oh, this... This slow-cooked meal is finally ready after 10-plus years. I want to savor it, Yeah, right? if I was wrongfully... The thrill of the hunt. If I was wrongfully hanged, yeah, I would also take my sweet-ass time with some revenge. But then it's like, was he related to the people, you know? He lives there. He that's, looked that's at her. The cr- that's, yeah, you looked at me. How, you, how dare, dare you? you. <laughs> Kyle goes to leave the bar, and he's out on the deck i guess this bar has a deck and the guy with the pinkies out comes out and tackles him tackles him right off the deck and into the woods and i'm like bruh chill like take it down a notch that's wild yeah, but now like, they're tumbling through the woods i'm like where is this bar located and i'm like how much hatred do you need to have towards someone i just say like, drank too much not an excuse i, I guess but so I'm, but i'm just like damn dude like chill oh you killed your mom it wasn't even like you killed my mom (laughs) my mom died and you were the only one there so you're like the victim in my eyes you're the killer it's like i'm so pissed at you that you killed your own mom that that we're gonna fight now well some people are to look for any excuse to fight i guess so him but he is killed yeah There's... there's no character development like there's no, oh, he used to bully me in school. He's like this dude that's always pissed off, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, here's some dude at some bar who wants to fight. And then like one minute later, he gets killed. And okay, we need a body count. Yeah, we need some But bodies. then I'm like, I don't even care that he died. No. And no. you don't even set up the, I don't know, cool death scene either. Yeah, the way that they have, why did I almost call her Mary Shaw? The way that they have Matilda Dixon floating around this entire movie is so 
freaking funny. It is not good. And, and then, then it's do, what? Because like, like he zooms. fell down and he saw her. That's oh, you saw me. It's like someone dropped a sack of potatoes on him, right? Or vice versa. I don't remember. But yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. Okay, so at one point, so yeah, she killed this grown adult. And later when she takes out the power, she just kills the entire police department. (laughs) Department, pretty much. And I'm like, so we're killing adults now? Is it just because if anyone looks at her? Yeah, clearly. You make eye contact, you die. I Yeah, but then say that. Or just be like, she ca- she's called for the tooth, but she'll exact her revenge on all who look at her or something like that. I don't know. Or make it like she can only enter our realm when someone loses their last tooth. But oh, it's going to be hell when she comes for everyone. No, okay, sure. Whatever. Something. That's when the police lock him up for the first time. <laughs> they're like, into jail with you. And he's well, they're like, like, once again. And do they find the body? Yeah. Because are they like, oh, someone killed him? Didn't it fall? No, I don't know. The lawyer's out there with them. Talk about small town police. Well, he calls the the lawyer, right? He's he gets his phone call because no, he's like, I about, need to talk to my lawyer. I'm talking about when they're in the woods and Mary, fucking hell, Matilda, kills the bar guy. The lawyer's out there looking for him, and I think the body falls on the lawyer, um, and then they lock up Kyle, and Kyle's like, my flashlights. My flashlight. Give me my flashlight. flashlight. (laughs) Yeah. That's so true. Um, The police start using his mental health and illness against him. So that's great. Love it. One of the police officers is like, hey, dad, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, sounds about right. That's how you got on the force. Yeah. Kyle's lawyer friend gets him out, whatever. He wants him to take him to the hospital to see Michael. But he takes I don't know. He takes him. He like abducts him and takes him up to the woods. And we're getting these tense scenes between Kyle and Larry driving away and Kyle being like, no, I have to get back to the hospital because Michael is undergoing a procedure, but I'd call it more like therapy. They just want to put him him under an MRI. Yeah, it looks like he's going into the MRI because they just want him to face his fears and be in complete darkness. Oh, right. They they were going to put him in Eleven's uh, deprivation chamber. But that sounds like therapy, no? Like a procedure sounds like you're going to cut him open. Mm -hmm. So whatever. It doesn't matter. Semantics. They're just going to put him underwater, some salty water, and turn off the lights. Because they're (laughs) like, he needs to go to sleep because he won't sleep, right? That's the the cure in Nightmare on Elm Street. These kids aren't sleeping. Well, if they just sleep, they're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, sleeping's gonna kill me. Yeah, it's not tense. It's real boring. You know where you should sleep? In a tanning bed. She can't get you. Ooh. But then you might catch on fire like in Final Destination. I guess so. Death will catch you instead. Yeah. But I guess death didn't catch Matilda because she's... She's still there. She's still policing the town of Darkness Falls. But somehow, I guess the town's really small. Kyle and Larry crash. Kyle goes through the car window smashes through the windshield and he's fine whatever no big deal yeah and then matilda comes for larry donks his head on the side of the car as she pulls him out i was like ow but he's not even dead yet he is still fighting with matilda and kyle's like bye he steals his car and leaves i'm like you're an ass wow your friend got you well i guess they're not friends they haven't seen each other in years but he got you out of jail when, who knows, you could have been the one to murder that guy at the bar. Yeah. 
so yeah, Kyle does get there in time to stop Michael from going completely into the... Because I'm like, get him out of there. Get him out of there. And I'm like, wouldn't the doctors just be like, security, get this rando out of here. They're really going to stop the procedure. Because the doctor was telling the sister, look, we've ran all these tests. Everything is negative. Your brother is fine. He just needs to sleep. Look at the bags under his eyes. We're going to put him in the deprivation chamber. He'll get some good night's rest and he's going to be good to go. But this is also what I hate about this is because Kyle runs in and says, stop it. Stop the procedure. And Caitlin's like, okay, stop it. Why? Well, he didn't give you any reason to change your mind. Well, stop he just comes changing in freaking your... out. If somebody runs in, they're like, stop that right now. I'm like, get this guy out of here. I'm like, That's why? what I mean. Like, the doctor would have been like, security, like, get this guy out of here. It's just, like, pointless. Stop. It's for dramatic that ha- It's not dramatic. <laughs> but it's not dramatic. I don't know. Maybe the police found Larry's dead body because they come in pretty soon after, right? And arrest him again. And they take well, his Well, because that's body number two that he was the only witness where I'm like, how did they even know that he was there? It must be a crazy small town because I thought when they were driving into the woods that they were so far from the hospital, but apparently they're like five minutes away. They take his bag of flashlights once again. Very rude. Where's my flashlight? <laughs> and yeah, so when he's in the police station is when we have a, the power outage. I don't know, a lot of the police officers die. Yeah, this is the Resident Evil, strobe light, whoosh, whoosh, quick cuts, death scenes. It's a bunch of police officers we don't know. Yeah, we don't like care who about. cares? And then all of a sudden we're in the hot... Oh, I guess because... We'll get to it, sorry. This begins... Not that he wasn't saying it before, but this is when all of Kyle's lines just turn into. You stay in the light? All right, you guys, stay in the light. Stay in the light! Stay in the light. Stay in the light. I'm half convinced 75% of his dialogue is. You stay in the light? All right, you guys, stay in the light. Stay in the light! Take a flashlight. It's so annoying. I can't take it. Ugh, the blandness of it all. Okay, so Kyle gets out of jail. Was he helped? I don't even remember. Well, because, like, I don't know, one of the dead cops has the keys, so he gets out of the little jail cell. Because as we're... Because then they go to the hospital. Well, they got to pick up Michael. Right. And Caitlin. And as they're making their way eventually to the lighthouse, we have to pick up a few stragglers so we can kill them along the way. So we have, like, a police officer, some doctors, and some nurses, and (laughs) there is this one scene that I was just, oh, phenomenal and how stupid it is and stupid it looks so they get to a staircase and i guess they have to it doesn't even look unlit i don't know the way they have it set up parts of the stairs are in darkness so they're gonna jump over all the stairs into the light so they're like we'll jump all in one so there's multiple targets so every time that they jump this terrible swooping image of matilda comes by and grabs one of them it's just so stupid i love it it looks like garbage they do it multiple times thank you oh and the whole time the whole time they're going down the stairs kyle's like stay in the light and i'm like bitch i'm trying stay in the light what do you mean (laughs) stay in the light which light yeah which (laughs) what are you talking about whatever we we make our way to the the lighthouse and Everyone is getting killed off except our important main characters, Michael, Kyle, Caitlin, 
we're at the lighthouse. I love a good lighthouse scene. We know this, but this ain't it. <laughs> they're they're trying to get the lighthouse back Lit. work. Yeah. Or they're trying to restore power back to the town. Yeah, but then they go old school because there's leaking gas or something. Kerosene. Yeah, and at one point, Kyle lights himself on fire, lights his arm on fire, and... Fire punches Matilda. He punches her with fire. What? It's a Pokemon move. He oh, got a TM. Man. He oh, learned I thought, it. I thought you were referring to an avatar or something. He oh, well, I guess, yeah. Well, yeah. he didn't throw fire, right? No, he did not. Well, you throw a punch, you throw some fire, you throw a fire punch. Sorry, I'm so bored <laughs> talking about this movie. Yeah, she catches on fire, which, which I was like, that's kind of fucked up. It's sad. Like, this is what started it all. And not in like a, this is what made her evil. She wasn't even after this. Her house was caught on fire. People didn't like her anymore in the film. And then you're going to kill her that way too. It's fucked up. And if it were a better movie, it would have, that would have been a, they would have done that on purpose to make you think, wow, that's really fucked up. This is a wronged person. And I feel like, I don't know, they were trying to be poetic to use fire to kill her because she was burnt and contrary to historical uh, accounts like they burned witches to cleanse their soul you know you use fire in a forge to make weapons or whatever in armor and it's like you have this fire throughout but why tell us that matilda was good if you make her bad So it's like you go through this whole backstory where it's like we find out, oh, look, here's this innocent person that has been wronged. And then now we have to kill her. So it's like, why do that? Why not just say like Matilda was an evil person, right? Like in in Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy is like this child killer and the townspeople caught up to him and they burned him alive and then he comes back to take his revenge. I guess that's more of a, well, he's clearly the bad guy. It's very straightforward, yeah. These are clearly the good people. And then you're trying to make Matilda this morally gray character where it's like she was good. Yeah. And she did this for the kids. And then we killed her. So she's mad at us. But now she's going to take revenge on everybody for all of eternity just for looking at her. Yeah, I like that. It's kind of like the Candyman. And it's more compelling because the person is, I think it should be more compelling if you tell the story, interestingly, that this person who was good, you corrupted them because you've treated them so poorly and maybe it's the screen time of Candyman versus matilda where we see you know the Candyman coming people summon the Candyman. it's not like well you saw him yeah. like you call for him and he shows up we see him interact with the characters following them around where matilda's just kind of like this they could have done that with her they should have done that with her if that's what they were going for they had every opportunity why not i guess creative differences i i think it would have been better if it was she was an evil person and the town stopped um if you if you want to do this other thing i don't know some people online were saying the movie would have been way better if it turns out michael was the killer and it's like you mean kyle Sorry, yeah, Kyle was was the killer, (laughs) and he actually, like, he snapped, and he killed his mom, and he's seeing this Matilda character, but it goes very against it that Michael's going through the same thing. 
what if Michael then wasn't going through the same thing? And that's why when Kyle first gets there, he's like, no, what I went through is not what he went through. And there's a reason now because he is, he knows somewhere maybe. Yeah, because if Kyle the was the this, killer and he's like, there is no ghost. Yeah, Michael's just a normal child who's just having some anxiety and issues sleeping. Maybe he read that damn fairy tale book that Caitlin brought in. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, man, physical violence against an old woman and a burn victim. Yeah. Great. Good job, Great. Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> Way to instill some uh, good habits towards young Mikhail. Yeah. And I didn't like the ending. And it's not necessarily because sequel bait it's not necessarily because i wanted sequel bait i just like when things are open-ended and people could come back not people like dead people but vengeful spirits they kind of put it in a sense that no matilda is truly dead or gone because we have that last scene with the a a random child in a family and he he puts his last baby tooth under the pillow and and then he wakes up in the middle of the night and it's all oh what's that and it's like oh it's just your mother coming to secretly take your tooth and replace it with a coin (laughs) so i guess she's gone poor woman shit life well shit latter part of your life and afterlife (laughs) i don't have much more to say about this one oh yeah and um yeah that that last Closing scene, yeah, I guess it is setting it up on do they want to do the sequel or not and kind of showing us the whole thing with the Tooth Fairy trying to tie it back. And then that's what kind of got me going like, oh, what's the deal with the Tooth Fairy? And like I was saying, um, it seems to date back to some Norse mythology and the power of the teeth. But I, as a kid, we didn't have the Tooth Fairy. So like I text my sister and I was like, what's the deal with why did we put the the teeth under our pillow and she was like we didn't have a tooth fairy we had a the mouse and i was like what and mm. I, I guess i had completely forgotten about el ratoncito perez who Is actually that- has a last name too <laughs> but yeah in uh spain or hispanic latin american countries we don't have a tinkerbell like character where it's like this actual fairy with a wand and wings I guess invades your house and <laughs> takes your baby teeth that you put under the pillow and then gives you money for it. Just your run-of-the-mill mouse infestation. Yeah, they come in and give us treats for our teeth. And then in like France and Belgium, they have Le Petit Souris, uh, which is more mouse. So I, yeah, I don't know what is it with uh, America and fairies. We want everything to look pretty and to be fake unreal unrealistic well i mean in like the norse uh nordic northern england area i guess that it was pixie like don't ask me we didn't have the tooth fairy (laughs) yeah so let us know what you guys did growing up did did you guys what'd you guys do with your baby teeth do you You put it under your pillow do you throw them out do you swallow them like i heard heard some people swallow like you accidentally yeah when you're sleeping you like swallow the baby teeth I have some nephews that are that age, so I guess I'll have to ask their parents what <laughs> what they're doing with their baby teeth. Or are they going to tell them about the tooth fairy or el ratoncito? Yeah, so tell us your thoughts about the film. Leave any suggestions for future films you want us to watch, and thanks for hanging out. Thanks, everyone.